Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Join Hans and Scotty coming up tomorrow. Uh, they're going to be at the Ace Hardware on 6200 South and Highland Drive. It's the uh, z- the inaugural Zone Barbecue Championship brought to you by our friends at Ace Hardware, the store, Traeger Grill, and, of course, the Zone Sports Network. Uh, contestants going to be going head-to-head with Scotty G., uh, coming up tomorrow, uh, again, at uh, Ace Hardware on 6200 South and Highland Drive, brought to you by the good folks at the store, Traeger Grill and Ace Hardware. Gordon, let's uh, let's hear from Brett McMurphy. Uh, he reports for a stadium, but, of, of course, one of the great college football reporters, been doing it for a long, long time. He jumped on with Hanson Scotty and talked about uh, started off talking about what a crazy day yesterday was. Hold that thought. Gordon, we have a technical difficulty. Uh, while we're young here? Well, I'd just like to say Austin is having a technical difficulty today. I had a technical, or you had a technical difficulty yesterday. I remain undefeated. <laughs> okay, This good. is stupid! <laughs> uh, it's coming. I can feel it. It's going to be there. Okay, uh, it's ready. Set that up. All right. All right. Uh, here's here Brett uh, starting off talking about what a crazy day. It was yesterday. It seems like the last two months has been <laughs> like that because there's, there's just so many things changing on the college football landscape. But, yes, yeah, certainly the, the official news that the Big Ten was going to be playing. And then, um, you know, John Wilner's report about the Pac-12 um, looking like uh, they can be maybe back on the field this fall. And then Larry Scott, you know, also said that he hopes that that they can get back playing. And then I reported last night, uh, you know, sources told me the Mountain West is aggressively pushing uh, to, to play this fall. So, yeah, it's uh, it was not a slow news day by, by any means. Brett, I, I really want you to help make some sense of the Big Ten and their original statement of we will not readdress the season and then getting themselves to this point of, well, we're going to beat the Pac-12 back to coming back, and we're going to be ready for the college football playoffs. What what happened in between that statement and now that made it so quick to get back and try to be back to play? Well, I think it certainly was a mistake to say, you know, we will not revisit this and be that, uh, that, that direct with it because certainly – you know, one thing, one constant that we've seen during the pandemic is, is there's the uncertainty with everything. You know, something that, that looks 100% uh, one day, a couple of days later is totally inaccurate, totally false, it totally changes. So um, I don't think they were necessarily trying to beat the Pac-12 back to come back and play. I think the most important thing was they were trying to, to come back and play and then be a part of the playoff and to do that. You know, they would have to start either October 17th or, or 24th. Uh, they don't think they can get going on the 17th, so they'll start the 24th or actually Friday the 23rd. And then they're going to try to play eight games in eight weeks and then a, a ninth, ninth game with the championship game 
uh, to give their give their teams, most notably Ohio State, a shot at getting in the playoffs. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is that the rapid testing, daily rapid testing that a lot of people have talked about, you guys have probably referenced it, um, I think has made the biggest impact. Obviously, money is a big part of it. But look, the, the Big Ten decided to postpone the season last month. So they knew the money that they were going to lose. So it wasn't all of a sudden that they thought, hey, you know what, we need to play because we're going to lose money. They knew that back in August. So. I really do think, um, you know, the, the testing differences was a big deal because now, you know, I think we're at uh, 12 or 13 FBS games that have been postponed or canceled, and mainly because of contact tracing. Um, and basically what that is, is, if you have two or three guys test positive, any individuals that they've been in contact with also have to be quarantined um, for for a long period of time. And that's Charlotte today canceled Saturday's game at North Carolina because they didn't have enough offensive linemen um, because of the contact tracing. When you can test daily, um, if a couple guys test positive, you test everybody and find out exactly who tests positive or not, and you don't have to, you don't have to quarantine you know, a dozen players because they were in contact with somebody that was positive if they test negative. Brett McMurphy, kind enough to join us uh, here on the Zone Sports Network. Out here, I know Larry Scott uh, gets roughed up a little bit, but uh, I'll just ask you point blank. If the Big Ten doesn't make their announcement yesterday uh, and and they stay firm, do the Pac-12 stay firm as well and they don't play in the fall? I don't think so. I mean, the biggest, again, the Pac-12, and you guys know this. I mean, I'm in Florida. You guys know this better than I do, but there are so many different challenges for the Pac-12 with state and local governments. I mean, there, you know, I, I still don't understand why the, the California schools weren't allowed to practice when Governor Newsom said, well, no, they can practice. So for the longest, for the longest time, the, the Colorado schools were not practicing because they believed that's what the government officials, what the law was, when in fact either it wasn't or there was a clarification or whatever happened. So that's not a Larry Scott issue. That's, you know, that's just the hand you're dealt. Oregon in a similar situation. Uh, so, look, if these guys can practice, if they can be in groups of more than 10 people and moving forward, um, yeah, I think that I think they can play too. Again, the Pac-12 was the first conference to come out with a plan to test daily. And, again, that's, you know, you hear it thrown around a lot of game changer, but it really is. Um, but they couldn't do anything with it because their governments were simply were not allowing their college teams on campus to practice. So, you know, look, Larry's a – it takes a lot of shots. He's an easy pinata. But this time, um, you know, I, I don't believe that he was at fault. And also keep in mind, the presidents are the ones that voted not to play in the fall, in the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the Mountain West and the, and the Mid-American. It is not the commissioners. It's easy to blame the commissioners. They do not have a vote. They do what the presidents tell them to do, and so that's that's why um, that's where we're at with with those leagues. Brett, you had mentioned uh, with this kind of more rapid testing, the everyday testing. Are we talking about seven days a week that the Big Ten and Pac-12 are going to be using these tests at between twenty to twenty-three dollars? I think it was per test that was reported. Seeing different different numbers and different amounts, uh, you know. Certainly, like anything else, you know, the, the the longer it goes, I would think the more inexpensive it would get for everybody. That you know, the Big Ten announced that they would they would pay for the test for all the conference members. 
Uh, you know, certainly that's an advantage that the Big Ten has over, you know, say the Mountain West or the, or the MAC, uh, more resources, more finances. So I think that's that's some of the difficulties that the that the smaller leagues are facing. But yeah, obviously cost is a big issue. But you know, it basically boils down to you know, do you want to if you can spend you know a hundred dollars to make you know one hundred and fifty dollars long term, then you're gonna you're gonna pay pay for those tests. So. Um, you know, I would expect that, you know, as there's more competition on the market that th- those prices would come down. And that's, you know, look, we're talking specifically about college football, but that's obviously good news for everybody. Um, you know, the more accurate information we can have out there as far as, as positives and those sort of things. You know, t- talking on the Mountain West Conference, I know they're still dealing with the issues that the Pac-12 is with Fresno State and San Jose State and San Diego State. Uh, how, in your conversations with sources close to that conference, uh, how optimistic do you think that they'll be able to get back and playing in the uh, in the fall? Uh, for the Mountain West, I mean, they, you know, again, they've got a number of schools in California, so that's that's going to be a challenge. But with the the news from Governor Newsom. Maybe that uh, there's some clarity on that front. Uh, you know, the one thing that's, um, I think, different from the Mountain West than from the other leagues is that sources told me that, you know, even if all 12 members cannot play, that the league would then still go ahead and play. So the most likely candidates that may not be able to play, I mean, Hawaii, obviously, unique situation they're in. Um, and then also uh, Fresno State. I, I, I don't. I don't believe they even had kids back on campus yet. Um, and then possibly Air Force. They, they've got a unique situation there, um, where I believe I know the NCAA announced that you cannot, you don't lose a year of eligibility this year as far as any student athletes. But I believe again, I'm not 100 percent on this, but I believe the military um, academies that does not go into effect so you don't you don't gain an extra year of eligibility if you're at a military school so that may be a, an issue or a challenge to air force um so you know again everything's new everybody's kind of figuring that this out as we go but again if it can be safe and there's somehow to, to, to get in a shortened season um because look that's what everybody's going to do uh, you know, the Mountain West would like to go forward. That, you know, again, the same timetable around the around the Big Ten. Maybe they start October 24th. Maybe they don't start till Halloween the following week. But they would, you know, they would do what they can to get in uh, seven or eight games, um, and then be eligible for a, for a New Year's Six game. And obviously, there's there's a financial incentive there, being a part of the the college football playoff uh, money distribution that all ten conferences, uh, you know, receive each year. You know, Brad, at this point, we've seen so many different conferences and presidents and teams and and sports waffle kind of back and forth. You know, we were just talking about the one saying we will not revisit, and then they did revisit. Is there any chance that if all five power conferences do play and the Mount West Conference gets back in here in October and they start to move forward, because of the nightmare and the logistics of giving that extra year of eligibility, is there any chance that they recant and come back and say, yeah, we're taking that eligibility thing away? <laughs> hey, you know what? You summed it up best. You, we've seen everything change and flip-flop or whatever, so uh, you cannot definitively say anything these days. 
Um, but no, the, the fact that they've come out and said that, you know, even if everybody comes in and gets in these seasons, uh, I don't think they would come back and do that. Because look, nobody's nobody's going to play a full 12-game season. That's already known. So we're looking at some conferences maybe only playing eight games, maybe as few as seven games. And that's before some postponements or cancellations. So, um, you know, look, I know how the, the NCAA's, uh, how they're, they're, they're viewed as the bad guy, the villain wearing a black hat. But yeah, that would even be <laughs> that would even be of epic por- uh, proportions if uh, if the NCA decided to go back on their hey, you know what? We're we are you don't get that year of eligibility. We're going to change that. So no, again, everything has changed this year. Um, but I think that's one thing I think we can safely say they would not reverse course on. That was Brett McMurphy. You can catch that entire interview up at 1280thezone.com, giving you the latest as uh, he sees it after a pretty wild day in the world of sports yesterday, Gordon. Yeah, and I agree with what Brett said. What stood out to me was his emphasis on the uh, on the uh, daily testing. I mean, that that's really what's going to make the difference and the rapid results. And that, that, that is the tipping point for all of this stuff including my own opinion, but uh, that's uh, that, that's the difference maker. Coming up next, we've got Drop of the Day, and it's going to be a doozy. You're not going to want to miss it. That's coming up straight ahead, and we'll do our Survivor Pool picks at 550, <laughs> which we've had to make an adjustment. So we'll get to that. Stay tuned. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it? Join us for a football Friday coming up tomorrow at the warehouse, 2 to 6. It's their new Salt Lake City location, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. Welcome on back. Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, It is Thursday, which means another NFL week is here. We'll get to our uh, readjusted survivor pool picks coming up at uh, 550, so stay tuned for that. You do have one NFL game today. Or tonight, I, uh, I should of. say, the Bengals and the Browns. Hmm. That doesn't sound like a real <laughs> thrilling matchup now, does it? I guess Joe no. Burrow? Joe Burrow is a good story. Baker Mayfield's failure is kind of fun to watch. <laughs> Why? Because he was better known for his commercials than he was for his play on the field? Yeah, he, he kind of arrived from that standpoint before he arrived, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Which, which has happened to several quarterbacks in recent memory, but... Yeah, it, it did for him. Remember RG3 was going to reinvent football? Oh, yeah, indeed. And then uh, Shanahan ushered him out there in a in a playoff game where his, his leg was basically like hanging on by a thin thread. He could like barely walk, and Mike Shanahan was like, <laughs> get him out there. Get out there and play. And then uh, that was about the end of that. Speaking of quarterbacks, good or bad, did you see that uh, Bill Belichick uh, said that Russell Wilson's uh, pretty much the best out there? I did. He, Russell, very good. And if you recall, someone on this show picked him uh, to be the MVP this year. 
Would it be the same guy who got eliminated from uh, Survivor? The, uh... the very same. <laughs> the, the, That's the, the guy. Very... Uh, I'm trying to remember the Onion headline. I read it to Austin that I that I uh, read earlier today. It was it was like uh, oh the, it was a picture of Tom Brady and the headline was Tom Brady uh, tries to figure out how to ask the coaching staff for practice film of the other team. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Bruce, Coach, we did some things in New England that was really helpful to me. Can we can we start filming the other team's practices? That would be awesome. I've got a documentary, a guy that makes documentaries that uh, wants to come on in. And... and not to keep complaining or anything, but, boy, who's filling those footballs with air? Cause... Sure felt like there was a lot in it. There's a lot in there, yeah. Are we sure that, you know, we can't let a little and bit of that out? why is my cell phone still intact? <laughs> Oh, man. All right. You ready for uh, Sounds of Various Clips, Gordon, also known as Drop of the Day? Yeah, let's do it. Now, we know that Hans and Scotty have been picking on our show uh, with their happy hour. And it's it wasn't it hasn't been exclusively our show and happy hour. I will give them that that concession. But uh, we we've, we've been the target of it a fair amount. And I, I would expect that we're the target of it this week. In fact, I know we are. So we're getting out in front of it. What do we want to call this, Austin? Do, do, does this feature have have a name? Uh, dirty talk. <laughs> Are we going with that? Should we go with dirty talk? A new segment sure. we're we're calling but, dirty talk. Real quick though, there's been five happy hours and three of them have been the big show. Okay, so and there there's about to be a fourth. There's about to be a fourth. Yeah, we're gonna get a fourth one this week. I have a feeling. So, so yes. So dirty talk is that? Do you like dirty talk or is there a better? Is there uh, a better? Well, Jimmy Kimmel calls it unnecessary censorship so we can't steal his words for it can we no uh-uh. i think you hit the nail on the head jake dirty talk yeah i was gonna say hanson scotty pg-13 but i don't know well here is uh here is a segment from hanson scotty we're gonna replay today look i'm a stingray attack survivor <laughs> and <laughs> that's what we're calling it now you know what that stingray is like you know i'm a human survivor I survived Lenny. It's all about perspective. Okay, well, my perspective is I'm I'm a I am a victim survivor. Okay, and but... I can tell you that around in the ocean and with wildlife in their area, it, it is not conducive with good health. Uh yeah, especially if you try to pet that wildlife. Friendly. I was. It was a friendly. Yeah, pet. but the, but the the stingray was minding its own business. It's not like it was like the theme of but Jaws. Was he? Like, but dun, was he? Dun, 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 dun. Wham! But was he? You had to go out of your way to you find had to, him. You had to go. Yeah, you had to track the stingray down. He was less than fifty feet off the beach. He was coming into our territory. Okay, this is you. You kind of uh, say the same thing to me when I complain about the deer in Bountiful. Like you kind of went into their area. Like, the ocean is their area. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, regardless, yeah. If it's if it's wildlife traffic in there, Lloyd, you're right. That's that's scary. If it's traffic, that sucks because having to swim around boats would suck. But 33 miles of swimming for a 16 year old girl. That is remarkable. She now has her sights set on the final Triple Crown swim, a 20-mile distance from the mainland to California's Santa Catalina Island. Lloyd, do you know that area at all? I've heard of the Catalina wine mixer. Of course you have. 
<laughs> the Catalina wine mixer. Kids down there making snow cones. <laughs> let's, let's have ourselves a party. If you've seen Step Brothers, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I um, <clears throat> I don't want to swim 33 miles ever. Were you ever uh, in any of your, you know, fitness endeavors? Was swimming ever one of them? Never. <laughs> Pretty funny, I think. Foul mouths. Foul mouths. Kyle, clean it up, guys. Jeez. Can't believe it. You get us in trouble. I wonder how much, how many times Lloyd had to hit the dump button during that segment. Well, sounds to me like we better uh, teach those guys, uh, you know, proper etiquette on the air. What's your favorite curse word, Gordon? Uh, you know, as you guys know, I'm not much of a swearer. Yeah, right. Uh, but I. I don't really have one. Is it okay to use the term <laughs> That wasn't even a swear word. Come on. See, did some story, I, I would guess that your favorite is the big one. Because you know, you never do anything halfway, Gordon. You always. <laughs> I've never heard Gordon say the big one. The big one? You've never heard him say that And he's one? never heard me say it either, obviously. No, <laughs> never. Not a single time. I know, I know Gordon's favorite cuss word. What would it be? It rhymes with... Roll spit. <laughs> oh, that could be. I, I've I've heard Gordon use that one. I said that once on the air. Yeah, that was once. Well, I mean, yeah. off the air. <laughs> Let's you know. Sometimes barely off the air. I can almost not get the mic off in time. <sighs> you mean after we interview those coaches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So there you go. Talking dirty. Well, my uh, or dirty talk. We'll have to uh, we'll have to come up with more of these as we go <laughs> along. Don't you think, Gordon? Yeah, that's fun. All right, we'll get to uh, our survivor pool. We'll talk a little <laughs> NFL football coming up speaking, next. Speaking of swearing, Jake, it's a big show. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. Guess who's back? You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We have a little uh, theme music. I like it. Good job, Austin. It's time for our survivor pool. Now, uh, for those of you, uh, most people, I think, know what a survivor pool is, but you make uh, one pick a week. You can only pick a team once, and when you lose, you're out. Now, I, of course, lost in week one. Thanks a lot, Colts. Didn't think the Jaguars would win a game all year, and they win game one. What a joke. Uh, but anyway, uh, you and you and Austin have been nice enough to let me buy my way in, so to speak. Now, the rules on this were that uh, the losing two competitors would have to record uh, incriminating audio. You guys are going to let me buy in with a double or nothing. So if I lose, I have to uh, to record two incriminating audios. Is that is that the, what we're agreeing on here? Yes. Every time you lose, you have to record two incriminating audios. Okay. Or are we just letting you back in this week, and if you lose again... You record two, and that's it for the rest of the year. You tell me. 
You and Gordon tell me. This is your thing. You're, you're, uh, you know, I, I lost. You're allowing me back in. Let's, so. let's Gordon, let, I, I say he does it again. He's outski. <laughs> okay. This is like we're letting him out on parole, and All it's right. up to him to be a good boy and stay out or not. So. Right. Okay. All right. All right. That's but nice you, of but, you. But you I still have to do the two. If I lose. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So when, when you lose. Just to review... I picked the Colts in week one, so I can't pick them again. Darn it. <laughs> Austin picked the Ravens in week one, so he cannot pick Baltimore again. And the Ravens are going to win a lot of games. So Austin went with a, with a favorite in week one, which I obviously should have done. I'm not criticizing because I, again, lost in week one. Cal. And then, Gordon, See, you picked the, uh, the Bills. Right. What you're trying to do is, though, is preserve the, some of those teams – you know, because you can't you can't Down pick the them road. again. Yeah. So you, yeah, you got to save them, and you you tried to do that, and it blew up in your face. Big time. I should have known better. Phil Rivers, what a joke! What a joke that washed up clown is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So here are the games that we have to choose from this week: uh, Bengals Browns tonight. Uh, that game's getting started in well, forty-five minutes or so. Um, then on Sunday, here are your early games, Gordon. The Giants at the Bears. The Cowboys host the Falcons. The Packers host the Lions. The Jaguars are at the Titans. The Vikings are at the Colts. Bills are at the Dolphins. The Jets host the Niners. The Eagles host the Rams. The Broncos are at the Steelers. The Panthers are at the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Here are your afternoon games. Washington is at Arizona. The Chargers host the Chiefs. You're going to have to fight back your temptation to pick the Chiefs every week, Gordon. I know. Uh, The Ravens are at the Texans. And then the night game, the Seahawks host the Patriots. And Monday Night Football, which, by the way, you'll hear right here on the Zone Sports Network because you'll hear all the Raider games this year. Uh, The Saints are at the Raiders on Monday night. I actually think, uh, and we can talk about this, Gordon, but I I think there are uh, some fairly intriguing matchups this week. But I don't know if uh, any of us are going to pick them for our games. But um I lost. Do you want me to go first, or does that mean I go last? You go first. Uh, Austin, you take second. I'll go third. Okay, there are two that I'm heavily considering here, and I think I'm going to go with this one uh, just because. I'm going to go the 49ers over the Jets. Going for the sure win, huh? Well, I thought I had that last week. Uh, and obviously that backfired on me. But this week, I think the Jets are are terrible, as we know. But the Niners, with a with a rough loss in Week One, I think they're better than they showed as they lost to the Cardinals twenty four to twenty. So I I'm guessing it's going to be a fairly motivated Niners team. And even though they're on the road in New York, I think they beat the Jets. So Gordon, do you want to call Kevin or should I and let him know that the Jets are going to win this weekend? <laughs> I just don't want to tempt fate one way or the other. I don't know whose misery we would enjoy more, right? Jake's or Kevin's? Mm-hmm. I'll I'll tell you the other game I was considering after after we go with this, and and you guys can tell me if I picked the wrong one. Uh, but there, I'm going with the Niners over the Jets. Austin. Well, that was my first. I've got I've got I've got three choices. That was my first. choice. And we choice. can pick the same game if you well, want to pick the same game. We can. But I don't wanna. Okay. Because my second choice, I think, is pretty solid bet as well. The Denver Broncos don't stand a snowball's chance against the Pittsburgh Stillers. 
okay. this weekend. So Austin so give me goes the, with the, Pittsburgh. The Heinz ketchups okay. over the donkeys. That's a good pick. I like that. Gordon, that leaves it to you. I think I'm going to go with, and, and again, I'm playing the long haul here. Because there are certain, I mean, we could all pick the, the Chiefs to win, and they will. The only problem with putting them off too long is they get to a point where they don't care about winning, and then you got a little bit of an issue. But I will, I think I'm going to go with uh, Tampa Bay over Carolina. Oh, Gordon's out. This is terrific news. <laughs> I'm sure. They're eight and a half point favorites. <laughs> go Panthers. Uh, okay, wait a second. Wait a second. It's either that or the Titans. Austin's Titans. Oh, against Ooh. the Jags? Yeah. The Jags couldn't possibly win two games in a row, could they? That couldn't possibly They're trying happen. not to, which means they likely will. Uh, All so, right, I'll go with the Bucs. What the heck? Might okay. as well yeah. Okay, they, well, the Panthers aren't terrific. They're, they're having trouble yeah. moving the ball, which is interesting because they hired the next offensive guru. It's funny you guys didn't go with my the other one I was going to go with if I, I didn't go with the Niners was the Packers at home over okay. the Lions. I, I thought that was going to be on your list and that was my third choice but here's the problem. Aaron Rodgers looks really fired up and really motivated. He's also a lunatic and you never know what he might or might not do and the Lions are just scrappy enough that they might do something this weekend. But the Lions are the Lions. Didn't they just True. lose to the Bears? They did. The Bears and the Lions, <laughs> which team didn't want to lose more, and that was how it went. Didn't they? Uh, didn't they make Mitch Trubisky look good? The he Lions. Looked, <laughs> he looked terrific. <laughs> oh, but man. who's Rodgers throwing to this week? The Bears have a better lineup out there out, out, out wide than the Packers. Wow, I, Jake Hatch is just tex- texting me, who's a, a big time Niners fan, who says, "Careful with the Niners right now. Super beat up." Uh-oh. But then Uh-oh. adds, granted, the Jets are too. Well. And the Jets are the Jets. But uh, but this is Hatch, who's dialed in on the Niners 24-7. The Niners like would. That. No, but they'd have to play nine guys every yeah. play to have to, to lose those games. To lose Jake, to the Jets? You are absolutely safe. Okay. All right. I'll stick with the Niners. You know what? I'll give you incriminating audio if, if, <laughs> if the Jets win. <laughs> okay. So just so I've got this right, uh, I've got the Niners over the Jets. Austin's got Pittsburgh over Denver, and Gordon's got Tampa Bay over who are the Bucks playing again? Carolina. Right? Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. Watch, and the Bucks are at home. Watch Drew Locke have like 500 yards on this weekend. Well, the Bucks <laughs> have the worst quarterback in the league. Right. <laughs> of course. I mean, he's do. in his 40s. He is old. Uh, I was tempted to go also with the Vikings over the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> just just because just because the Colts have got to be that bad. I'll bet the Colts don't lose again all year. Just because <laughs> just they lost because. last week. Wow. Uh I do think there are some interesting matchups. Um the poor Texans. They gotta start the season with the Chiefs and now they've got the Raiders in game number yeah. two. I think that should be a, a really good matchup, actually. And then Patriot Seahawks should be good, don't you think? I mean, I, I think the Seahawks are probably the better team, but if they you know, if Cam Newton plays well, like he did week number one, and they use him the as basically, uh, basically a running back. Who did you say the Texans are playing? The Ravens. Oh, okay. I thought you said Raiders. I was going, wait a second. No, 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 right. the Ravens. So they right. start off their season at the Chiefs yeah. and then hosting the Ravens. Yeah, That's that rough. Is, that is really tough. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
<laughs> and then uh, Monday night, the Ravens are, or the, now you've got me doing it, Gordon. The Raiders are randomly better than I anticipated in the Saints. We'll see. Saints are good. Saints are really good. Really good? I think they're pretty darn good, man. I don't know, yeah. because what if uh, Breeze is washed up, too? He's not. He's not. Well, he's like 104 as well. <laughs> What's the deal with the age thing? Well, because old folk usually aren't good at professional sports. Jake's going to run down whoever's older than he is. I'm trying to look. Uh, well, hey, I'm, I'm not good at sports either. <laughs> uh, let's see. Breeze in game one was 16 of 30 against the Buccaneers for 160 yards and two touchdowns. God, I, I, Ad- adequate. Yeah, I thought. That's I'm, not adequate. That's awful. <laughs> well, by his standards, but good enough to win. 18 of 30 for 160 yards? Adam Schultz had better games than that at Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think them losing to the Vikings last year was the end. Broke them? For the Saints, yeah. Mm. And I, but I see they're stacked, they're deep, but I just look at that quarterback and go, boy, that was not a good way to go out last year in the playoffs against the Vikings. And they didn't look they, – they should not have done that is what I'm saying. And he's looking about the same as he finished last year. Do you guys agree that the Patriots are more fun to watch now with uh, Cam Newton? No. I haven't so watched it. I keep reading it. Oh, the Patriots are fun again. I'm not sure I'm seeing it. What do you mean just again? Take, yeah. Just take the snap and run around like a wild man. Well, that's not exactly <laughs> what they're doing, but they are running a very collegiate-like off- offense with Cam Newton. But that's what he's best in. I actually don't no. blame Bill Belichick for doing that because he signed him to a one-year deal. You're barely paying him anything. And he is one of the more unique, hard-to-stop quarterbacks in the league when he's playing his game. The problem is he just can't step back and, and deal. I mean, he's just not – he's never going to be Dan Marino. And if he doesn't have that athletic component to his game, he's probably not an NFL quarterback. But if you, tur- if you turn him loose and let him be – because, Gordon, physically speaking – what are, what are Cam Newton's dimensions? I mean, isn't he like 6'3", 6'4", and 230 pounds? I mean, he's, he's an absolute <laughs> he's monster. He's a big man, yeah. I mean, so uh, he's I heard... He's Jamarcus Russell. 6'5", 245. 6'5", 245. That's amazing. And, and super athletic. I mean, I heard Eric Weddle on with Hanson Scotty earlier today, and he's he thinks it's a great fit in New England and talked about how tough Cam is to stop. Of course he is. You try tackling... What was that again? 6'5"? Four two forty five six five six five two forty five, and what is it to Bill if if Cam can't walk ever again? He doesn't care if he has to run sixteen miles every Sunday. How no. how often how often is the quarterback bigger than your average linebacker? Not all that often. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger, right? Yeah. At the, at, the, at the Ward flag football games, it happens quite a bit. <laughs> Who else is is really big? It seems like quarterbacks have been trending smaller lately. Linebackers have been trending smaller. Hmm. All right, so just to review, see how it goes this weekend. I've got the Niners over the Jets, Austin, Pittsburgh over uh, the Broncos, and Gordo with Tampa Bay over Carolina. We shall see. If I lose again, I'm just I'm just I'm finding a new line of work. <laughs> Oh wow! You're leaving the market as PK <laughs> just, would say. I pulled the PK. I'm leaving. No, I'm just going to be extremely disappointed. 
and in, we'll my, be in myself. We'll be extremely happy. I know. Because that'll be too incriminating. <laughs> Which is fair. That's what that's see, Gordon's getting introduced to cheering against his friends. It's fun. <laughs> Welcome. It's fun. It's fun. This is all this is all new for me, yeah. man. It's it's a great uh, it's a great old time. Yeah, well, okay then. Uh, believe me, both Austin and I will be watching your game very closely. No. All right, stay tuned. We'll have more Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jig Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coming up tomorrow, Gordon, we've got a football Friday, Mac and Alema. Going to be along That's from right. 2 to 4, hanging out. Uh, I love it that we're getting a chance to do that show with them this year. Yeah, it's always fun, and we'll get those guys going, and then you and I can sit back. and You know what it's like? It's like those old cartoons where they used to have like a, a Western scene, and uh, two of the cartoon characters would be watching, walking by each other, and then they get in a fight, and you just see a big cloud with uh, all kinds of, you know, like – uh, uh, numerals and various, uh, you know, like like the old Batman show, you know, coming out of the and then the, the clouds uh, just sort of subside and the two guys are there. That's a lemma and, and, and Mac. A little bit, yeah, yeah. It, it, it should be fun. And plus, we're going to be at the warehouse tomorrow, so you know we're going to be uh, comfortable. Mm, yeah. There's no doubt. I hope you don't fall asleep. They, uh, we love that new Salt Lake location too. Eighteen twenty-five South. 300 west uh feel free to uh come back and see us you've got nfl tonight uh gordon and uh yeah nba playoffs tonight i'll tell you what you know the the pandemic is is uh, certainly not been positive but i really don't hate having u.s open golf nfl college football nba all going on at the same time right now that's not the worst thing in the world for a sports fan Although this isn't exactly the NFL game I would choose to watch, uh, normally speaking. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah you know. not so much. Uh, Cincinnati yeah. and Cleveland. Oof. Ohio, not uh, great for NFL football at the moment. They're lucky Ohio <laughs> State's good. I remember talking to uh, uh, Urban Meyer about allegiances in that state as far as the professional football teams go, and it's, it's pretty split. Is it really? Well, they're on opposite sides of the state, right? Yeah. So that only makes sense. Cincinnati's down south and Cleveland's up north. Well, Pittsburgh and uh, and Philly are the same thing, right? Yeah, they're on opposite ends of the state. But uh, but the, that's pretty much split in that state, right? Yeah. Both I'd very popular teams? Yeah. Sure. And uh, you were a you were a fan of the Phillies when you were a kid, right? or the uh, the Eagles when you were a kid, right? Not really. For some reason, I never really got hooked uh, on the, the Eagles that much. But uh, yeah, the Phillies uh, that was uh, a team I rooted for as a kid. All right, uh, Gordo, will you enjoy your evening, sir? And I will talk to you tomorrow on a football Friday. You too, Jake. Thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Talk to you tomorrow on the Big Show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone.